It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your host, OG, Ryan MS, Peter Hanson, and Andrew Molinor. Well, we're definitely on the home stretch now in regards to Supercoach, Supercoach Finals, not far away at all. I am Paulie G, your host for the Roundtable Podcast. Good to have you with us again for another week. Of course, we do it each and every Thursday. Ryan MS uh, with us, as always. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing very well, very well. And Peter Hanscom is with us as, as well. How are you, Pete? Yeah, very good. Paul, very good. And... Uh, no, Andrew Moldog Mullinaroli this week, but he should be back. We're in to go next week. And, um, guys, I guess we're really reaching the home stretch. We've been talking a lot about, you know, the keepers to bring in over the last few weeks and, and cheapies as well. Um, but at this stage now, really, you're looking to, to certainly finalise your lineup. So, what we want to do and really focus on it. Um, tonight is looking at those players with that high upside over the next three weeks. This will be specifically helpful if you're you know, fighting for a top eight or a top four position and you're looking for someone there. We're still going to keep one eye on rounds 23 to 26, which of course is the Supercoach Finals round. So there's still relevance there if you're in, already home and hosed and you're looking for that those players you want for your finals. We'll still talk about that, but um, just trying to get that little bit of edge that you've got left in regards to, um, you know, you might only have a trade or two left that you want to use. You might want to keep a couple of trades up your sleeve till the end of the end of the year, or at least the final series. Um, so now it's it's very critical that you sort of the guys that you're picking up are gonna gonna have great value for you, pretty much each and every week. And and Ryan, looking at upside, you know, a guy you talked about uh, a little bit on Sunday show, the review show we do, of course, uh, as well on uh, www.supercoachpros.com, um, was Anthony Milford. Now he's a player; he's he's predicted to go, you know, well above his average for the next three weeks. So could be could be a consideration. Although you know, the finals, he's also predicted to go backwards a bit. So maybe you know. It's more of a, I really need to win the next couple. Maybe Milford's an option. Yeah, I look. I definitely think he's an option, um, and I, I honestly think that you should be probably trying to get him in your team if you haven't got him in there, and you know, and you want to you want to change in that position because he can play the two, uh, fullback or five eight positions. Um, yeah, look, I, I think especially with Brisbane going as well as they are. And the fact that they've got teams, um, well, they're playing Gold Coast coming up this Friday. Um, so you'd, you'd, think, that, really you'd think that they'd put on some points there, thus, yeah, you know, equaling super coach points, being that Milford um, is a playmaker. So I, I think he's well and truly up there. And the week after, of course, Manly are horrible against five-eighths, and that's who they've got. So a couple of good weeks coming up, hence why, you know, he's pretty to go well above his average um, between the next three rounds leading into Supercoach Finals. Another player in the same um, position of 5'8", of but um, dual position at, at halfback, Peter's James Maloney. Went massive for the Warriors, so, you know, the price is it could is going to start to get out of hand. Um, this is the week he's supposed to go up large pretty much from now till the end. He's got good matchups. He sure does. Well, yeah, last week he said good performance against the Warriors. Now this week he's 
No, if you don't mind me saying, guys, he's basically up against the bye in the terms of the Tigers. Um, oh, that's a bit cruel, isn't it? But, no, you expect him to get plenty this week against the Tigers. The, the Roosters have got a, an excellent record against them, and they're in great nick at the moment. Um, and yeah, in weeks to come, you'd expect him if you can if you can buy him once again, a bit like Milford. If you if you can get him, get him in there. Yeah, well, you look at even, you know, after that, they play the Bulldogs, who have been pretty poor against 5.8s, and they've got the Knights, and that, you know, like the Tigers game, you know, great opportunity for Maloney to go large. And, um, you know, and then you head into your, your Supercoach finals against the first week against Parramatta. So you're looking at points of difference at this stage. You've got to bring one or two guys in, and everyone's saying bring in Gallon, and so are we. You know, bring in Thurston if you can afford him, you know, Cameron Smith, Corey Parker... The big names, um, if you've already got them or, you know, you can't quite manufacture that cost, James Maloney could be as good as, as you're going to get coming home. And certainly after this week's game, you're getting that, that price bump, it's going to keep going up from here. So very much an opportunity. And Daly Cherry Evans, of course, is going down injured, although he has been named to play. Um, a lot of owners, a lot of Supercoach owners own Daly Cherry Evans, so there could be a straight swap on the cards there. Um Another guy, Ryan, that, um, you know, again, you're looking at these backs, these key key positions when you're looking at that high upside because you do see bigger swings for the backs, the centres and wingers in particular, and then the forwards. Dylan Walker, uh, another one that had a big game um, against Pete's team there, St George, um, on, on last weekend. You know, maybe he's got a bit of downside in the, fi- in the rounds 23-26 Supercoach finals, but again, if you're looking at that, Sort of, I need, I need a quick return. He, he could be a good option. He's he, and he's going to get some price rises in the next couple of weeks too. Yeah, definitely. Um, he is he is a decent option. Um, you were talking about Croker there. Look, Croker, he, he is expensive, but he does put up points. Um, of course, when the Raiders playing well, yeah. um, which they are, they're just not getting the wins well, they for them. Still scored twenty points, and Croker is the goal kicker is going to take it. You know he's going to get a nice slice of that pie, and that well, was a loss. Th- that is exactly right. Um, and with Canberra um, having a, a fairly um, well, they've got some difficult teams. Then they've got some um, teams much lower than them on the ladder mm. um, coming up. Um, he well could be a really good choice. They've got a great draw going home, Pete. And I guess if you're going to compare the two, Walker and Croker, or even add in Kane Lynette from the Cowboys. Um, who's been in, in very good form lately, you know, that's probably what you're weighing it up for. And at least for the next three rounds, all three players have very good matchups. And, and Croker, well, he's continues all the way through to rounds 26. Yeah, and it's a good thing, as you said, reasonable value too. They're not um, superstars out in the centres either. Um, so, yeah, no, any of the three of them um, would be looking good. As I said, have a have a close look at who they're playing the next few weeks um, is is the important factor there. Um, and any of the three of them, as we said, are, are looking pretty good. Ryan, we've talked about Kane Lynette a little bit on the review shows that we've done, recapping the rounds. Is he really is he a viable option now as a, as a keeper? I mean, you know, in the 90s again last week, good matchups for the Cowboys coming up. It, yeah. You know, he's not a big name. In comparison to these other guys, super coach wise, but no, he's not a big name, but he's red hot at the moment, and so are the rest of the Cowboys. Um, and yeah, he's getting the ball and he's getting him in scoring positions. Um, he's making some great runs from inside his own half as well. 
um, yeah. of late. And obviously that's, you know, bumping up his score as well. So I, I think he's, geez, if you're choosing between, there's a lot of centres <laughs> um, that are um, in pretty good form, but I reckon, yeah, you can't go wrong if you pick him. Well, just have a look at ownership of, of those centres and wingers um, in Supercoach. You know, there was Supercoach Land, Roger Tuivasa-Shek owned by over half the teams, and then you've got Sia Soliola um, and Jack Bird, um, those two position players, of course, second row. Um, cheapies like Ken Mamalo's in there, um, Tom Trebovic, um, you know, Kane Lynette. I mean, he's, you know, he's not even on the radar, so we talk about point of difference. That could be a big point of difference. Jonathan Thurston is probably one half that we'd expect to do well anyway, and he's got the upside there the next few weeks, which you're looking at to make possibly a captain. Certainly try to get in your lineup sooner rather than later, although the cost is almost prohibitive at the moment. Another half, a lot cheaper, Pete, is Adam Reynolds. Um, probably had his best game, you know, since he went through all those injury woes mid-year. Um, well, certainly, certainly better than the last week, that the week before, sorry, when he had his comeback from the latest injury. Is it now time to jump on that bandwagon at a very cheap cost, or is it there's still too much risk? No, I think from what I saw last Saturday against the Dragons, I thought he played well. He controlled the game very well, played the full 80 minutes, seemed to be putting his body on the line in defence, and... Um, and the Rabbitohs benefited from it. So, no, I think he would be a very good pick-up at this time of the year. I think um, general consensus particularly was after the Rabbitohs win last week, they might be just starting to, to gather a bit of momentum, as you often see the top sides do at this time of the year. Um, a bit like 400 metres to go in the Melbourne Cup. Guys with these... Um, it's just starting to ready for a run, and they're, they're just, uh, just starting to get into the clear, I think, the Rabbitohs. So, no, I think Adam Reynolds would definitely be a very good buy at this point. It's going to be interesting with Souths, um, you know, Greg Inglis having a big game as well. Um, not tipped to go, you know, necessarily well above his average, uh, Ryan. But I guess they've got to, after this week, a good good round this week, they have a pretty tough run in. I mean, it's not, you know, they win over sort of a depleted Saints lineup. I don't know if I'd be writing them home yet. Is that is that something that, you know, we talked about the teams last week, but is it still a cause for concern? Yeah, look, I think it's pretty fair and reasonable to have a little bit of concern about him. Um, as you said, it, um, the win against the Dragons, uh, who aren't in great form, you know, played well, but it wasn't um, totally, you know, the Adam Reynolds of, um, you know, the Premiership winning uh, Rabbitohs, you know, so to speak. Um Look, I, I think it's fair to be a little bit wary of him, to be honest, and perhaps I don't know if you can afford to wait to get him in there if you need a half, but uh, maybe just a week to see to see how it goes because yeah, you really have to be sure at, at this time of year, especially if you're coming towards uh, your finals, if, you, if you're in, in that position. Well, 267,000, you're right. Like It's going to be hard to wait. A lot longer, but with very few trades left, that makes it hard. I mean, he's got a very low break even. Jeez, it's one of those ones you really um, you're taking a punt. I guess if you need a point of difference again, um, guys, that's that's where Adam Reynolds might pop in um, as an as an option. We should look at some of the guys that aren't predicted to go as well. Some of those big names, Sean, uh, sorry, Josh Morris has got a big downgrade the next few weeks. Sean Johnson already 
uh, well below his usual last week with the tough matchup with the Roosters. We expect that to continue for a few weeks. Uh, Dane Gagai, who's you know, got the irregular heartbeat, probably not going to play this week anyway. Big downgrade. Probably Dane Gagai owners look to move on. Curtis Rona, who usually can outperform bad matchups, but he's still you know, not looking that great over the next few weeks. Same could be said for Brett Morris. Pete, this is an interesting one because he was very good against the Eels, uh, admittedly a good matchup. But that's one now where you sort of you, are you second guessing yourself with Brett Morris? Do you say, well, oh, you know, doesn't matter about the matchup; she's a good enough player to overcome it. Personally, yeah, that's the way I would be thinking with that. The matchup is—it's interesting and it really, really surprises me that um, he'd be on a, a bit of a of a, of a downer over the next few weeks. Um, Bulldogs in good form; they've got a very good, tough game against Cronulla on Sunday at Belmore. It'd be an interesting game. Um, gee, I don't know. Look, I would expect you know, like if he if he makes a break inside his own deep inside his own half against Parramatta, then you know he's he's going to score plenty of points. And yeah. you know, I I would be sticking with him. I think it's it's a it's a risk, you know. But if you don't take risks at this time of year, you're not going to succeed. And I think that is a good risk to to keep him. We have seen the predictor, you know, really be a great sort of um, 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 way to sort of, I guess, just balance what we sort of see with our eyes, Ryan. And, you know, we talked about Sean Johnson and said, look, you know, last week, oh, he'll be all right, he'll be all right. But he wasn't. He got scored 22. And once again, the predictor bearing out, the Roosters moving up quickly. They were all over him. And he wasn't able to get anything happening and therefore, you know, suffered accordingly supercoach-wise. Do you, do you start to defer to that now? Is it really a case of, you know, oh, I, I know I trust Pete saying I'll trust my eyes over the numbers, but do you defer to, to what we've seen over such a large part of the year now, 20, 20 rounds, you know, in? Um, is, it, is that the time now we can say, look, let's, let's go with that and these sort of guys and the negatives? James Tedesco is another one um, coming up. Is that, guys, do you start to avoid them? Yeah, look, numbers don't lie, to be honest. Um, and the way the way it's working um, in Supercoach, um, when guys get on a slide and, you know, matchups aren't to their yeah. advantage, it's very rare that they buck that trend. Yeah, um, you have a few players that do it and do it, you know, relatively consistently. But, um, yeah, I mean, you see... I, I think look back to the case of I think it was um, Manly versus the Tigers a while ago uh, with Mitch Moses at five eight uh, scored a ninety odd or something and with all due respect to Mitch Moses he's not very he's not exactly in the you know top top five five eights in the comp yeah. um, and so yeah and so there's the trend of Manly being poor against five eights and, um, and yeah and then the five eight scores scores high regardless of um, his, his standing in the game. And the same can be said for um, downsides. Yeah, we've seen it um, with Gareth Widdop going on that slide after... You know, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about Gareth Widdop um, as a potential sort of point of difference as if you went for four halves, he could be your fourth, you know, the fourth best half. And it's fallen away completely, just a five on the weekend. So... You know, these are things you've got to watch. James Tedesco, the other problem, I guess, Pete, is with the Tigers gone for the year, I mean, what's left for them to play for? Just pride. 
Exactly. And um, as we've mentioned previously, you know, if he picks up a little niggling injury or something, then he might think, well, geez, I'm, I'm going to go and get this operated on now. What's the point in, in playing for another three or four weeks or whatever and, and making it worse? So you could go and spend all your money on him and think, hey, yeah, good idea. And then all of a sudden he's gone. Uh, for example, an example of that, I don't think we'll see DWZ back this year. Um, it's not looking good. Um, if Penrith lose the next couple, then I would suspect that Matt Moylan won't come back at the end of the year either. Um, yeah, Matt Moylan is, hasn't been recovering as quick as they'd hoped. Um, so yeah. we'll talk about a bit later in the show when we get to the late mail. But, um, you know, you're right. If Penrith lose this week, they really start to, to disappear from contention. And, um, yeah, how do you justify playing them? Exactly. You know, it's, it'd be... It'd be poor management on probably on Penrith's part, for example. Um, so yeah, that's something you've got to weigh up. And uh, as I said, the um, I don't expect uh, Tedesco to score a lot tomorrow night against the Roosters. Uh, it's a very hard matchup. The Roosters um, have been for years uh, very tough to score super coach points against. Guys, we'll talk more about this next week. Um, get into it a bit more. Perhaps look at the super coach finals, how that plays out as well. And um, we'll also talk about those teams that are starting to, to drop off. You know, we, we covered it extensively last week. If you didn't um, get to listen to it, we recommend www.supercoachpros.com. Have a listen as we go through each of the teams. Uh, it bared out almost to a man, I think, um, the games last week, as we predicted. So, you know, you're going to get an idea of which teams are still going to be in contention in those cru- crucial final rounds for your Supercoach uh, finals. Uh, this is the Roundtable Podcast, Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. You can get this podcast and the review show on iTunes or on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. But that's not all you'll find at the website. You'll find Pete's Profits. You'll find Ryan MS's One to Watch, my upgrades and downgrades. You also get the game recaps and the all-important Supercoach previews we've been talking about, our predictor model, you know, taking into account the matchups all all um, show so far and of course those previews they take that into account you'll see those um, predictor numbers there and they're all at the website www.supercoachpros.com and don't forget if you don't already do this which I know many of you do but follow us on Twitter at supercoachpros and um, we can tweet out any critical information you can tweet to us if you've got any questions but the big part of it, of course, is that last-minute adjustments to your team. The final team lineups we tweet out before each and every game, roughly an hour before kickoff, or not quite, you know, a bit under an hour before kickoff. And that way, you know, it saves you from getting a zero. If there's a last-minute adjustment, um, you know, if you're following us on Twitter and on your on your mobile, you know, on your iPad or whatever, your tablet, however you however you get that information. You can make that adjustment quickly and you don't have to go searching yourself. So it's a great tool to use. And then you can just do that simply by following us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros. Let's have a look now at uh, some of the best picks for round 20. Uh, we've already talked about you know the guys over the next few weeks. Jonathan Thurston is certainly at the top with Samir Rajrajra. Corey Parker and Paul Gallen could be good captain options as well. Blake Austin looks uh, uh, got a great match up there, so he could be an interesting one. And Andrew McCulloch as well. The Broncos against the Titans. Titans very poor against hookers all year. And McCulloch, you know, if you brought him in a few weeks ago, he's just continuing to give you those very um, good high floors. 
and uh, certainly predicted to go large again. The upticks, Chad Townsend, uh, a big uptick for him. Jack Bird, who's been down lately. A lot of um, pundits would say to sell Jack Bird, but we're saying this could be a good matchup for him this week, so maybe you wait. Uh, depending on, you know, obviously you want to finalise your team and if you can't wait, that's fine. But uh, if you can, maybe you do. Luke Keary gets a good matchup. Solomon Carter, who was poor last week in a tough matchup, could bounce straight back. Kane Linnett, we've already mentioned, good matchup for him. Blake Ferguson and Adam Reynolds as well. The down ticks, where well, we mentioned James Desco. Also Blake Green. Now, Daly Cherry Evans, he might not even play with that injury, but um, also a bad matchup. James Roberts, well, Gold Coast, are, you know, a no-go zone anyway. Marika Corabidi, Cameron Smith there for Melbourne. Josh Dugan and James Maloney. And, um, Pete, I guess one thing I wanted to ask you in regards to Josh Dugan, um, seemed he had a great game, supercoach-wise, on the weekend and was still very involved, but seemed to be playing through some injury problems. Is that something you see that, that could be a bit ongoing that could affect his output? Well, he scored a good try the other night, but he didn't seem quite uh, at his best, I didn't think. Um, probably conditions the wet probably didn't suit him either. Um, he did get an injury during the Origin game, if I remember, I think it was English slammed him when um, he's, you know, basically saved a try uh, fairly late in the game, yep. put his body on the line. Um, but, yeah, it could well be an issue for him and, you know, for quite a few other players. You've got a lot of players carrying injuries at this time of the year, so no, it definitely could be uh, an issue for, for him ongoing. He got, people know he, he seems to get injured just about every game. He spends a bit of time on the deck with the trainer every game, but... Um, he seems to keep going, but I dare say he's got some lingering injuries there, and we'll hear about some off-season surgery for sure. And one of these, if the Dragons do drop out of contention in the next few weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he um, goes off early and gets some surgery. Yeah, that'll be interesting. The Dragons have got some easier games coming up. I, look, I still think they'll make the eight, and um, I think as long as they're in contention to make the eight, Dugan will play and play through the pain. Um, it does make it tough because it can affect their... Um, Obviously, you know, their play, their level of play. And if you're a Josh Dugan owner, you're probably waiting with bated breath. But very hard at this time of year, Ryan, with your trade structure. And we should talk about trades a little bit. But you want to still hold on to a couple for the finals because you could get a key injury later down the road. And it makes it very hard if anyone goes down, whether it be Cherry Evans for a week or so, whether it be Josh Dugan playing below strength for a week or two. Um, you can't really let go of these guys now unless you've really managed your trades well um, up to this point. No, that's exactly right. You need you do need to hang on to them um, for those for those times when you know if your gun player goes down for the rest of the season, and you got to remember that there's not long left the season. So, you know, even a mid-range injury would almost see them done for done for the year. Um, you've really got to yeah, you've got to make sure that you've got a uh, a plan in place, as we've mentioned all year, um, and B, um, make sure that, you know, you, you keep up to date with your, your information, especially um, with regards to injuries and um, time out. And you, as you're picking up cheapies to sort of make room, um, you know, you're running out of sort of other alternatives. And, of course, with those cheapies, you're looking at dual position players that you can sort of manoeuvre around because injuries could hit at any time when you're really low on trades. You might only have one or two left, uh, if at all, when it comes to Supercoach finals time. So those dual position players can help get you through it. Um, and with our information, we're hoping that, you know, as a captain's call, you could get a, get a 
you know, pick up somebody that's going to get you basically the, the equivalent of, of an 18th man, and that you know that can help you when one of your big names goes down. Speaking of um, you know such things, late changes, all of that. We've got late mail. Um, no Robbie Farah for the for the Tigers. That seems to be all for sure. This week, anyway, Tim Simona and David Nofalomo are both carrying injuries there, but they should be right. Blake Ferguson got a knock in the Warriors game, but he should be right, and he's got a great matchup, Brian. So I guess, um, you know, as long as he plays, check out Twitter feed, but um, he'd be a definite option. Yeah, um, 100%, to be honest. Um, look, I, I think there's a lot of roosters that should be lining up, that you should be lining up, sorry. Um, for 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 some for some um, good points. If you play the daily leagues, the um, you know the money ball comps, then uh, definitely load up Roosters players and the other game, the Broncos against the Titans, the other good matchups. Looks like they'll both be one to seventeen. So that means Aiden Sees is back uh, for Gold Coast, and good to see him uh, back in the lineup, Pete. But but too late really for them to make a charge this year. It is too late for them to make a charge, but um, don't forget also they've got Greg Bird back. Um, which is a, a bonus for them as well. I think they, they will play a bit better this week, and that might, you know, they'll probably go on to the Broncos for a little while, but I think the Broncos will finish too good for them. And, you know, as I said, you wouldn't expect too many of the Titans players to get decent points this week. Yeah, they were very bad last week indeed, probably as bad mm-hmm. as I've seen all year from any team. Warriors v Manly looks, um, well... Conrad Harrell can't play, even though it might have been the week that uh, McFadden looked to get him back in. He got suspended in the New South Wales Cup game last week. Ryan Hoffman and Manu Vatavai not likely to be a late call-up either. Um, meanwhile, Daly Cherry Evans, the diagnosis was a week or two off. Now, he's travelled there to, to New Zealand, so he may end up playing in pain. But as we said earlier, bad matchup doesn't help him. And um, obviously, paying, playing injured might not finish the match. He may not, um, you know, may not be able to play at full strength. We saw him try to carry on, or he did carry on to half-time. He got the knock a few minutes before half-time in the game against the Cowboys, and he was a complete passenger. So, you know, uh, the type of game he plays, he needs to have his hands on the ball. He's not going to be able to do that with that injury. Um, could be a very low output from him if he does start. Melbourne, St George, no late changes there. Um, Dylan Farrell could be back for the Saints, um, but I would assume, Peter, he would return via New South Wales Cup because at the moment, yeah. the way Justin Hunt's playing and obviously the, the young centre pairing is going very well. No, he won't, he won't get past Aitken or Matt, Matt or, or uh, Nightingale or Justin Hunt, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. So um, it's still safe to play those those other Saints players if, if you've still got them in your lineup. Isaac Luke's back for Souths. Um, Kyle Turner could be a, a late inclusion there. He's apparently made a good recovery on that neck injury he suffered last year. Dan Gagai's desperate to play, but um, surely unlikely with that irregular heartbeat um, um, that came out of last week's game. is also out, so that means that maybe Chanel... Um, Mataudia comes in, maybe it will be Sione as well, that's one to watch on our Twitter feed at Supercoach Pros and Adam Clydesdale has already been named ahead of Tyler Randall, should be a safe play despite still carrying a bit of an injury Penrith and Canberra, well Bryce Cartwright's coming off the bench so that doesn't help your cause if you brought him in him in, in recent weeks he's under a bit of an injury cloud um, but should be okay, still waiting on Josh Mansour and as Pete mentioned Dallin Watini is a Lesniak so we would say not, certainly not this week. Sissawaka is definitely out for the Raiders. So it means Jack Whiten will move back to fullback and 
Josh McRae has been named at halfback there. Canterbury and Cronulla looks like Sam Cassiano will be fit to play. Ben Barber as well. Um, not sure who would drop off the Sharks bench there, although one of the players will be Anthony Tupo. He's still not right, despite being named as basically a 19th man. And the Cowboys v. the Eels. Uh, James Tamau returning, but it looks like Matt Scott's going to be rested. So Ben Hannett, despite being named on the bench, will probably start again. He's been pretty good, Ryan, Ben Hannett. Um, you know, again, maybe a daily league rather than a super coach sort of um, option at this stage for your finals, but uh, he hasn't been the worst, has he? No, he's been quite good, actually, um, considering the amount of time he's got on the field yeah. compared to what he's um, outputting. Uh, he's, certainly, um, he, he's certainly no slouch. Finally, Chris Sando, as probably most of you have already heard through the uh, NRL wires, is off to the UK. He was suspended anyway, but apparently Reese Robinson and David Gow, who have been named, will both play. Haven't heard yet anything regarding Corey Norman, whether he'll be a, a late inclusion, but uh, probably not likely. Well, that's it for the show. Pete, thank you very much for um, this week. Thank you very much, Paul. Yeah, it was good fun. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, we're going to get uh, into that nitty-gritty yet again. Good luck with your super coach. Uh, run home to the finals, and good luck for the Saints as well. And uh, Ryan, thank you so much. We'll talk Sunday, of course, for the review show. Yeah, no problem at all. And, uh, of course, we will talk to all of you on Sunday. You can get this podcast and the review show podcast on iTunes or via the website www.supercoachpros.com. And, of course, the next roundtable podcast will be recorded next Thursday. And that is it. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros. We'll be tweeting out all weekend with that uh, last-minute final team names. And we will see you Sunday. Bye now.